0: Ready?
1: 930 AM. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, David Kimball is here. Yeah. So they don't know your name yet, but, but they can come meet you today. You, uh, David is with CPS, and CPS is here, and it's the first thing you see when you come in, so we're going to introduce you him and what they're doing here first. Yeah, you talk talk away. You're on the air. Uh, you, David? Uh, are they selling
2: cookies? I thought that was a podcast do
1: I don't think y'all have any cookies, do you, David? No cookies?
2: Uh, sorry, not today. Oh, oh man. must have left them at the office.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you sell cookies or popcorn, you've won their hearts. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so there's a big tent there, orange and blue, says the CPS logo, and I see the 811 on there. So what are you guys doing? What are you promoting today?
2: We're, well, we are with the Located and Damage Prevention Department, myself and John. We came out today uh, to kind of educate folks about calling 811 before you do any kind of excavation on your property. Okay, so the process works. You, call, you, you, you go ahead and make sure that you're going to do your excavation, whether it's a tree, plant, or whatever you want to do. And give us 48 hours to get out there. You call 811. 48 hours later, we'll be out there to mark everything that belongs to CPS Energy. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, We do not do private locates. Once we only go to the from the meter to the gas main or the transformer, okay, or whatever's in our easement.
1: Okay, so I'm not sure. So tell me what that means.
2: So you have every property has an easement in it. Okay. That's where we service our customers, whether it's an electric service or a gas service. We will go out and hook up our machine to the to the meters and then mark in yellow for gas, red for electric, Okay. To our, to our source, which would be a gas main or the transformer.
1: All right. And this may seem obvious, but why do people want to know where that those uh, electric and gas mains are?
2: Well, the most important part, it's law. We are governed by the Railroad Commission, and they state that any kind of excavation has to call 811 before okay. any kind of excavation is done, or you can be fined by the Railroad Commission. Plus, of course... Safety. Yeah, we don't want anyone or any of our customers to get hurt.
1: So, what what constitutes an excavation? So, like, if I'm going to plant a four and a half inch uh, zinnia, and so I'm going to dig a hole, is that or is it really a, a bigger tree? How I guess how deep? Do okay, and yeah,
2: that's a, that's a very valid question, right?
1: Right. Thank you.
2: Sorry. Don't, t- don't t- tell him that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: see? He-, he says I ask valid questions. There you go, guys. Well,
3: you got to get lucky every once in a while.
2: Sun does shine every now and again. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. So, okay. uh, with the way the law is written, it's any movement of earth. Oh, wow. So, even when you're putting in your sprinkler system, it's not going to go very deep. you got to call. That covers the excavator, right? Because you can also have your telecom fiber. They're not very deep. A lot of times they're on top of the ground even. So you're going to want to go ahead and call. Make sure that they have all those marks down. Orange is going to be your telecom. Okay. Okay. And we just discussed the yellow being gas, red being electric. Okay. Okay. And the fines can be substantial. Oh, really? the Railroad Commission. Now, they don't govern any kind of telecommunications, but they do govern gas. Okay. Okay. Uh, the fines can be for if you don't call A if there's a... If something gets hit and gas is blowing, you have to call 811 for a dig up and 911 for the fire department. Mm. Okay? That was both written in the law. Finally, you have 30 days in which to report the, the damage to the railroad commission to avoid up to a $5,000 fine. Wow. Okay, so it's in your best interest to call. Yeah. It's, it can be substantial. So, whatever you buy here at Millburgers, you put it in the ground, you hit something, it could cost you a substantial amount of money. Have things repaired
1: and it sounds like i think I, if i'm understanding this correctly once i do it once is it's it's a one and done type thing no sir oh it's not no, I, it, see it, that's what they keep telling me that's not a good no, question it's a very, <laughs> another
2: valid question so he's, too, he's on a roll today <laughs> Woo-hoo. so the, the tickets are good for 14 working days okay Any federal uh holiday recognized holiday is does not go against your 14 working days and weekends do not Okay. Okay. So well,
3: the good news is, if I remember right, uh, most of the time there, there's a quick response. Yeah, you said 48 hours, but is
1: that yeah. the
3: longest it usually takes? Or?
2: Yes, we have a subcontractor that does the majority of our work. Thanks to the fiber companies coming through, we cannot keep up as a company. Oh. So we hired a subcontractor. They're going to come out and market for you. They're mandated by CPS with the contract to make sure they get 99.9% response time for the 48 Hours. Okay. So they're very, yeah. very prompt.
3: Yeah, well, Jerry and I have tried to get them to dig our holes for our plants and trees and things, but yeah. they, they haven't. They're more interested in protecting them <laughs> and explosions and everything.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you might be able to get them to do something, but I've never tried.
1: So. so, yeah, okay, so really you're just marking where you're going to dig. So you're not saying, okay, I kind of want to know where everything is. So that's that's why. So every So every... 14 days if you're doing something different or yeah
2: larger larger projects okay or if it rain you get rained out and uh,
1: that rain
2: I know it doesn't happen very often I think the water spout's fix to be turned off
3: can be dangerous but it also can be very expensive if if you're if you
2: not have to careful. Yeah. yeah with the repair cost too we are yeah. going to charge you to repair it
3: okay and
1: lo- okay so um,
2: the way the probably again, the way the process goes you call eight one one we'll get out there in 48 hours the ticket's good for 14 working days. And uh, you're free to dig within 18 inches of the marks. Okay. With them only by hand. And you want to be a big excavator away from the marks, that's fine. There's no rules against that from the Railroad Commission. Okay, but if in that, what we call the tolerance zone, that's half the size of the pipe plus 18 inches, I tell everybody I speak to, two foot. Okay. Two foot by hand, right? And 30% of our damages at CPS Energy come from folks who do not call 811. Or piggyback, which is a very, very important one. To, so I've been speaking to everyone out here that's come out and purchasing their, their plants today. You can't call for me, Milton, and I can't call for you. Whoever's got the oh. shovel in hand has got to be the one to call. Oh, So your fence guy, he's got to call. Okay. Plumber, he's got to call.
3: See, that's why I try to keep giving you that shovel. <laughs> it's, not, it's not because I want you to dig the hole. He doesn't want to get I in trouble. I can't dig the hole. In my yard. So.
1: All right. Very cool. And so, when you call eight one one, what does it kind of sound like? Meaning that, like, somebody will just take your information, or?
2: Well, it's more like everything else. It's internet based now. It's a website. Okay. So you'll go to Texas eight one one, and you're in your Google machine, and it'll pop up, and you just go ahead and fill out your, okay. all the information. There are a lot of drop down boxes. Uh, pretty so, uh, really uh, user friendly. It really is.
1: Sounds like it. Cool. So
2: All righty. Our main thing too is make sure you have good contact information. Because my locator may get out there, has no clue where you're digging because they're not real clear on the ticket. Oh. So let him, let him call you. Hey, you know, Milton, I got I got your number, let me call him and see are you gonna be in the backyard, are you gonna be in the front yard, or you want the entire property?
1: Okay. Interesting stuff. And you guys are gonna be here kinda you got some little tchotchkes for folks. Oh, You've sure. got we the have,
2: uh, swag as they call it. Yeah, cooks. there you go. Cubs, got slap bands for the kids, gloves for uh, anyone who wants them. Yeah. And of course, we have plenty of information. information. Very
1: cool. I
2: thank you guys for your time.
1: Yeah, John Kimball, thank you for coming, man. Yes, sir. So if anybody tells you they hurt you on the air, you, you know where. I'm a star now. You're a star. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks, man. 210 308 8867. And that was uh, the website again, 811. 811- That's Texas 811. Texas, 811. Texas 811. Com. .com. Okay, cool. Thank you.
3: Thank
2: you. Yeah. Hi.
1: All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. We're live here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Oh, we've already got somebody asking for the website again, John. So uh, it is uh, 811texas.com. So, yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, we're here live at Mill Burgers, 1604 and Boulevardie Road. We encourage you to come on out. Call us with your gardening questions at 210 uh, 210- Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, I'm exhausted.
3: I'm sorry. Uh, lots of wonderful zinnias out there. Yeah, uh, moss roses look look really good too.
4: And the coras are still on sale. I, I, um, yeah,
3: Vinca, lots of, Cora. Lots of colors. There's that, all those whites, and reds. Several versions of the reds. So, uh, oh. yes,
1: sir oh no no we just uh, someone uh, typed in and some someone typed in from the studio they just wanted to know the website again so I gave it out 811 texas.com all right man thanks all right so let's see what's what, is, what is going on with y'all gentlemen
4: <laughs> well there's still a few Laura bush
1: Petunias left there are they're probably you think 30 35 yeah is that yeah. But they're going fast.
4: And what would you do when you get those home, then?
3: Um,
4: Those t- pachinko. Right? Well,
3: what would you, what would he recommend you do? There you go. Yeah. That's yeah, because I mean that's going to be pretty tough to cut. Oh, <laughs> Boy, am I, yeah.
1: I going to trim them up?
4: Yep. Yeah. Cut them in
1: half. I, I thought this was a trick question. I was yeah. going to call eight one one.
3: Well, it is <laughs> because they're beautiful right the way <laughs> yeah, they are. They're
4: <laughs> like my old mama used to say. I'm not cutting them back unless there's that one bloom on there.
1: Those would be hard to cut e- back.
4: Even the, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Trace can tell you from experience, those oh, suckers will uh, be back in bloom in a week or 10 days. Full bloom. Oh. On, a, on a more compact plant. There
3: you go.
1: Can you reach those tomatoes
4: you in got case Trace room? wants
3: yeah. any?
1: Trace may be hungry.
5: Uh, Are those tomatoes
1: here? There's some tomatoes right there behind Jerry. He'll get them for you. What's going on, Trace? It's a beautiful day. It
5: is a beautiful day.
1: Oh, it's pretty warm. Uh, we had we talked to CPS.
5: Nice, a nice breeze. Yeah.
1: Uh, John from CPS, they're going to be here till 2 or till the tchotchkes run out.
5: Yeah, I sent him up here. What's that? I sent him up. Good, good, good. Um,
1: yeah, The uh, and it was good information. Good information for Gardner. So sure all those like.
5: years Jerry's been digging around in his yard, he could have gotten fined. That's yeah. what I heard. Who, me? You. That's, that's, why he,
1: that's why he had someone else touch the shovel. There you go. He won't touch the shovel.
4: Well, the thing about it, in my yard, anywhere you dig, you can dig four inches, three or four inches before you hit solid stone. So uh, they didn't have to worry about me digging the deep
3: hole.
1: It ain't happening? And, and, I don't know how deep it has to be.
3: Well, I, technically, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's the thing. But practical terms.
4: Yeah, Yeah, but uh, my daughter lived in Stone Oak and I tell a story about uh, where we had to plant the uh, crepe myrtles on top of the we had two inches of quote unquote soil and one soil. We were just busted up rock and uh, the uh, uh, so we Dug dug a little two inch hole, kind of a like, uh, hole to hold the plant up, and then uh, put it in there and then covered it with uh, the root ball with a potting mix and watered it that away. It watered the roots that away. And that sucker got to be eight or ten feet tall or taller.
3: You know what was hard when we did we're doing all those uh, projects, uh, where, you know contests and mm. and uh, you know events events where they bid and then you got to pick your uh, uh, butterfly garden and you know the specifications and where it was <laughs> and then and then being responsible for planting it <laughs> then you had to get that permit you know that permission and and. Uh, Get get verified that you could dig here and dig here, there, dig there, and then of course the uh, winner always wanted to move it. <laughs> when you got there, and, oh man! <laughs> and there there were there were there were issues too. You know, you people don't always know where their wires are uh-huh. or, or, or well uh- lines are.
4: In Stone Oak.
3: And, and sometimes you have people even drive over your no, wires. You even,
4: especially
5: if you do <laughs> an aerator. <huh>? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel you, a story coming on, Milton.
1: Yeah, when we did a little project with KLRN, they had me on the aerator showing, you know, so we could video it. And one, I wore tennis shoes that were, the bottoms were flat. Uh. That was bad. <laughs> Calvin's grass was a little wet. And uh, Uh, I did uh, not understand that the uh,
3: aerators
1: can kind of (laughs) pull. And so it's just pulling me. And we
3: were, and we were. Jerry was on one side, I was on one side, and we were debating about running to, to go get Milton out of there or to stay out of the way. Yeah, it was. It in case I, the just, wire broke. I just remember it it as dangerous. I got closer
1: and closer to Calvin's irrigation system, his eyes got <laughs> bigger and bigger. Just, <laughs> but nothing, no irrigation system was harmed in the filming of that that uh, video.
3: Oh, yeah. but it
5: was funny. It Did gave you, it you learn to let go, to go of the, the throttle? throttle. What's that? Did you learn to let go of the throttle? No. Okay.
1: I forget how I stopped it. I think I just stopped it.
3: Oh, but it, uh, <laughs> uh, we and we spend a lot of time telling people how you know, you just release or and, and put the pressure on if you if you want to try to uh, direct it. But uh, the best way is just to release it, and, and then it will just stop. And, and of course, sure. we're, trying, we're hollering at Milton. He's, he's trying <laughs> to maneuver. Go, perhaps we should Use have done his a,
1: muscles. We should have done a practice run probably before. So I could. Have. Hey, we got a call right now. D is on the line. Great question. At 210-308-8867. Is this the D that I met last week at uh, Festival of Flowers?
6: No, no I wish you had.
1: It's two no. Ds. Two Ds and two days. What's going on, D?
6: Um, Well, I need to pot some plants, and I've got them all ready to go, and I just needed some soil. So I I didn't seem to be able to find potting soil, but they have potting mix everywhere.
4: Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) What are you you
6: potting up?
1: She wants to know what the difference is, too.
6: Oh, just zinnias and... um, Winkle, you know. The what do you mean,
3: just zinnias? Uh, <laughs> Calvin's very treasured, <laughs> <laughs> zinnias.
6: <laughs> well, yeah. none of them are just. They're all God's creation. Oh, so. Nice, all right,
3: <laughs> Good, good, good girl.
6: The,
4: uh, uh, as I was walking in, I noticed Trace has gotten some more. Uh, that potting mix, acidic potting
3: mix from Maine, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Trace, why don't, you, why don't you give us, a, do you mind giving us a little definition of so, uh, the potting soil
5: versus potting mix? Well, so and a lot of times they're the same. But uh-huh. in general, a mix means you're going to mix it with something like the original soil in the ground mm-hmm. or something along those lines. You might be Whereas, putting that a, in your raised bed. Girl. Right. So a potting soil is a complete mix of everything you need. So that's, that's potting
6: that. soil is?
5: Correct. Yeah, that
6: might be oh. the thing
5: you'd fill your
3: yeah, pickup truck with, or somebody would deliver a couple yards of it. Or So what does Dave really need? <laughs>
1: no, soil? no I just soil. Need
6: a, I needed a, a package of it, not a, not a whole truckload. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you well, know, potting
5: soil you're going to buy by the bag, potting yeah. mixes. Yes. You could probably get by the bag, and you could do like four-way mix would be a potting uh, a, uh, a mix that you would mix with existing soil.
4: Yeah. So uh. You, uh, just get 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 the bag that says uh,
5: potting mix, right? Correct.
1: No. Oh, okay. Oh, because she's gonna mix it with the soil. No.
5: No. Potting, no. Potting mix is already a mix that's ready to go. Hopefully, oh, okay. Potting, Hopefully or it or it there's no dirt You're it? right. I'm sorry, Milton, I said it wrong. Potting mix is to mix with existing stuff. Right. Potting soil is the, by itself in a pot. So
1: she needs a potting soil. Correct. P.S. Okay.
6: Well, that's the part. That's what I didn't find. Um, <clears throat> um, my daughter in Colorado just sent me a, a little text, and she said, she gave me a quote from Google. And said, "Potting mix has everything in it you need to make a plant thrive and grow." And potting soil is... Oh gosh, I, I can't remember what she said about that exactly, but um, it sounded like just use potting mix to pot plants.
3: Well, uh, Trace brought that up a little bit. That you know, he, he give you kind of the technical uh, definitions, but in, in common practice uh, a lot of us have grown plants in, in mix yeah. potting mix in containers and, and uh, it usually works but potting soil is the, the whole package and potting mix is, a lot of times it's more organic material yeah. or, uh, just a few of the ingredients
4: the, the plants that we buy here that buy and sell here are in potting mix Right? Correct. (laughs) So. uh, Okay,
6: well, that tells me something.
4: Do what? That tells tells
6: me something. uh, um, (laughs) Since your plants are great.
4: Get, get, uh, just come, and uh, the bags below the hill here, and uh, they got uh,
3: the. uh, We got like eight different potting soils. Right, right, yeah. Oh, you do? Yes, ma'am.
7: <laughs> yeah.
6: You might, ha-
3: you might have to send some to Colorado for uh, <laughs> your daughter.
6: Uh, well, I live in Sagin, actually, and I, I do not travel anymore. I just stay around my house and pot my plants. There, so, there you go. You
4: so get that's it. about get, all get, I
6: can do right now.
3: Just stay at um, home and get potted. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that doesn't sound very good.
3: No. I, I, <laughs> I was just thinking the opposite. It sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> At least you didn't
5: say planted. Get planted. Yeah, there
3: you go. <laughs>
6: that, that's good. Okay, so uh, you're really saying use whichever you can find? No. Is
3: that- no. Now, the, the problem with uh, some of the potting mixes is like that you're giving a... Container that you buy here at Millburgers the the drainage is so good yeah. that it you're you're almost you watering all the time, especially when there's this much heat. So it's a, it's in the end, it is a good idea to mix the uh, those materials. So you, you know, get some get some sand and soil with your organic material. Compost always fits in pretty well. What does compost? Wait.
4: They sell that too.
3: (laughs) That's just that's uh, decomposed organic material, one of the components of uh, potting soil and quite often a potting mix.
4: Just get get some potting mix. Let me simplify this. Get some potting mix. uh, Put uh, Osmocote Plus copious amount. Put your plant in there. Put it in a sunny location, and water it every day.
6: Okay, Osmocote Plus. Yeah. And um, mix it with the mix. Uh, mix.
4: Yeah, or if you forget to do it, you can just put it on top.
6: Oh, okay.
4: (laughs) I mean... It's just a fertilizer. uh, Yeah, it's a fertilizer.
6: Okay. But but
4: otherwise, you won't fertilize it right. And put it in a sunny location and water it every day. We
5: don't know what kind of plant it is. Yeah. Huh? We don't don't know what kind of plant. uh, Zinnia and uh, what is
6: Periwinkles, those are the hardy things. But, uh,
1: you know,
6: I have all kinds. I have geraniums in pots, and I had some petunias. Petunias kind of, uh, you know, right now they're not doing great. Um, They need cooler weather.
5: Too bad you don't travel because we still have a few of those lower bushes left. Yeah. Oh, you'd like that.
1: Uh,
6: I heard that this morning, yes. (laughs) I
1: heard yeah.
6: that lark. Mm-hmm.
1: So
4: uh, they, they do can... well in the summer. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah especially, for... especially if you trim them back periodically.
6: Okay. Uh, they're uh, they're looking
3: good now. They're kind of that that violet color and uh, yeah, pink violet.
6: Mhm. Okay. Oh, I just, okay. Wonder,
4: I just wonder. What
3: happened to the pink selection I
5: gave them?
1: Thank you, D
6: hope that helps. Yes, sir. Thank you for your help.
5: You bet. I did. They sent that to everybody else. They sent me the good one. All right. Ooh.
1: <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of your questions after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. Hey, we got a call from uh, Spider-Man, Warren Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control. that Ian? Yeah, we, uh, we had talked to him last week. He called me this week. He's not on the line. He just called oh. me and said that... Um, A lot of people were really interested in that into care system. They got a number of calls afterwards. So if you're having bad mosquito problems uh, and you want a system uh, that's uh, used by Disney, that's used by uh, the city of Orlando, that's not based on spraying, but it's based on kind of uh, using nature to... uh, to kind of take care of the situation. The Into Care system is perfect for you. Uh, he does a much better job, so I would call him and find out about that at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. As for anybody. They'll tell you about it, but it's Into Care system, and you can reach uh, Spider-Man at 210-656-3721. That's Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, or, or see it online uh, at uh, gospidermanpest.com. Is there an ex-
3: explanation of it online? Uh-huh.
1: Cool. It's into care mosquito trapping on their website, Ghost Spider Man Pest, and it uh, it talks all about it. Uh, hey, look who's shopping out there. I
3: know. I saw her. She did. She did didn't, didn't, the plant sale didn't turn out the way she wanted. Yeah.
4: Not have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she heard us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 210 308 88 Hey, real quick, too. Um, if you're interested, we've got the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers uh, now an arena football team. And if uh, you would like, uh, we got four tickets to give away. So just come up and ask a question. And while supplies last, uh, I'll give you a family four-pack of tickets to go to the game. It's next Saturday at 6 o'clock versus the West Texas Warbirds. Uh, it's, uh, it's a kick out there. It's a whole different type of football at the Freeman. And you're right on top of the action, so it's a lot of fun. All right, two one zero three 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Right on top of the action. Well, you're right there. It's like I don't want to be out. <laughs> they okay. run right over me. Just- yeah, yeah. You're yeah not- just think if Jerry you- falls down. You're right? not. Yeah. You're not that on top of the action. But you're- <laughs> there's not a bad seat in the house. And-
4: I used. I used to be the photographer for a high school football team. Oh dear. And inevitably. They'd run over me. Yeah, you know I was on the sideline trying to get a good shot. Inevitably, they'd run over me. Is
3: that well, why you I gave it up? Oh, a lot of uh, yeah, I didn't uh, like to do that. A lot of photographers did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, that's how you got to concentrate on what you're taking a picture of, uh-huh. and so it's hard to to you, um, you predict. Don't know, why, yeah, you predict. don't know where they're gonna go. Yeah. Even uh, when they're running at you, you, yeah. you just see them just before they get
4: you. <laughs> the, the, uh, the sad thing about it is those guys with those long telephoto lens, yeah. I feel sorry for them because those lens are very, very expensive. Are they heavy? Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of times they'll have them on a uh, unipod or yeah something like that. Kind of support them. Yeah, support them. Keep
1: All right. Keep so, them shake them. While we're here today, that offer goes on those tickets, and you don't have to get hit. You don't have to go down on the field. And they just, don't well,
3: have to ask to go to where the bathroom is to get those. Yeah, no. Like they did for the other, for no, the yeah, festival. That's flowers. Right.
1: We had so many Come people on, let's ask asking people about the bathroom. All 308 210-308-88-67. 210-308-8867. What else is going on, guys? I
4: see Star Jasmine, Confederate Jasmine.
3: Oh, is that the uh, fragrance that? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were they were yeah. strong. They were uh, pleasant. Yeah. Uh,
4: it's a fast-growing vine valued for its fragrant white flowers, aggressive vine that will quickly cover a trellis, or arbor, or slow-moving child. They're 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 a
3: leaner too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. So and and. If you ever if you had one of those last year or a year before, you don't have it now. They froze. Yeah. So uh, the 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 selection is huge over there. Oh yeah, the number five container regularly thirty four ninety nine. Mm hmm. Regularly, I mean, on sale for twenty eight eighty eight or two for fifty dollars. That's twenty-five a piece. That's uh, yeah. You can cover a lot of fence with two of those things because they they do. They run and cover that fence.
3: How I, long? How long is their fragrance period? I mean, these these are uh, these it's are only, really, It's only in the spring, spring. But uh, and now it's still the spring for them. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> because they're booming up a storm it, over there.
4: It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, star, it's a pleasant star freebie. jasmine. Jasmine, yeah. And they got those pretty uh, Mexican fan palms for sale. Regularly twenty nine ninety nine on sale for twenty four eighty eight. Uh, and uh, the pictures, I'm not much. I don't know much about palms, but the picture of the Mexican fan palm is beautiful. It says a shiny, deep green fronds. That's the leaves. Form a crown at the top of the palm tree. Large, three by three to five feet wide fronds. That's the leaves that are shaped like fans. And, and thus, the Mexican
3: fan palm. Their their uh, survival uh, rate is high too, right? Isn't it? I mean, they're they're not they're not. Sensitive to the no, I they're think not. they're
4: sensitive to cold. There, I think they'll freeze.
3: Okay, so they're just like our yeah. star jasmine,
4: but uh, that's two good things. And uh, this is something they usually don't have black fat, black flag back, yeah, the wasp spray back,
1: black flag. Let me help you.
4: Thank you, black flag. <laughs> Wasp, it and yellow jacket killer.
1: Mm-hmm. Who would want to
3: kill those yellow jackets?
4: There, yeah, Jerry.
3: Jerry wouldn't even mention that if Malcolm was still alive.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think he was. I don't know how he felt about uh, the yellow jacket.
3: Well, but he w- he was uh, all wasp. <laughs> well, yeah, he wanted. He, he wanted, wanted, before you took action, he wanted to make sure that there was some kind of a threat. And if there was no, not not a kind of threat, either the the species was not, not a problem or they were out of the your area and not going to interfere with you, he didn't want you messing with them. So he was, <laughs> he, he had a reasonable philosophy on on that. He didn't get, also didn't get in a big tizzy if you decided you didn't want the wasp nest hanging in in front of your door.
4: Yeah. He would see. He would take some of those down, take them down by his hand with his hand, and move them somewhere. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty thick-skinned. He must have been. But uh, fourteen-ounce can regularly six ninety-nine. Sell two for four dollars.
1: Man, how many? Holy you? hell! Up, oh, Jerry's Jerry's left. He's headed toward the uh, wasps, uh. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I That's
4: need to get deal. some of that just for baby house deodorant or something. <laughs> Two for
1: $4? That's a great deal.
4: That's $2 a piece regularly. They're uh, regularly $7 a piece. That trace. You think you've made a mistake on that? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I would imagine this is one of these, uh it shoots a stream. Yeah, probably. you so don't have to.
3: Ah, yeah, you can be. Yeah. 12 feet away.
4: But uh, I tell you where where those uh, yellow jackets and hornets come into play. If you got a uh, uh, cross ties around your garden, around your
3: patio, uh, on,
4: on the to keep the whole banks up. They love to get under those cross ties. <laughs> and uh, I, w- I, w- I would be out uh, just fooling around the- my crosstalk, maybe edging. And all of a sudden, I had a excruciating pain, and uh, I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> was
3: that before Jeremy got older? <laughs> yeah,
4: or? yeah. I'd, I'd throw him in front of me before he was uh. But that that horn it hit me right, right there in the head.
1: Oh, so right above the eye. And
4: it feels like it feels like you drilling a, a, putting a nail in your head. And they can sting multiple times, not like a honeybee. But uh, they're under those cross ties, and they actually make a nest under there, and they actually make honey under there. Huh? Not a lot like honeybee
3: so it's a, it's a uh, good part of our uh, research indicating that the uh, the re- material that uh, yeah. preserves the <laughs> railroad ties is not a problem if it doesn't kill the hornet.
4: <laughs> but uh anyway there the sad thing about it is <laughs> uh you don't, see, don't you don't see them until they're the trouble they the problem
3: well I the uh Always uh, the only ones I really have trouble with on the oh, the handrails, underneath the handrails. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, walking, concentrating on something else, and then you get nailed.
4: <laughs> and also, this product kills mud doblers. Now, mud dobblers don't sting. Yeah, why would we want to kill them? You know what a mud dobbler is?
1: I know people don't like them, but I don't think they're... they're black. Are there any harm in them?
4: Yeah, they're black. They're they're, They're pretty.
1: They make the brown little mud Uh, homes. uh, Yeah,
4: there you go. Uh, Scorpions. This stuff is good for scorpions.
3: Yeah, the scorpion. Are they (laughs) bad? I was thinking of the tarantulas. tarantulas. They're out and about everywhere. The tarantulas are right now. And spiders.
4: This product also kills spiders. Black widow. And brown recluse. And tent caterpillars. No. Man. You, uh, you. Uh, well, it's so cheap you could use it in a tent, tent caterpillar. But well, uh, the best way to do those is just tear the nest, tear yeah. the hole in the nest and let the wolf get in there and well, get Well,
3: but them. what they're, uh, people like the fact that they can shoot that tent caterpillar. Okay, fourteen feet. Away, or 14 feet away. <laughs> but yeah, with that, with what Jerry's saying is just a really a, a positive, environmentally positive way to do it, and that's to open up those tent uh, t- caterpillar yeah, nests webs. and webs, and then our wa- our wasps will uh, yeah. join in controlling <laughs> them.
4: Uh, if you, if you've never done that, and you have tent caterpillars uh, and you have children, take them out and show them that. You that know, is amazing.
3: And it's relatively fast. Yes, yeah, it's how it's
4: fast like, they get there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're not they're not can be not one in sight when you rip that nest of yeah. them. I'd say within three to four minutes they're there. Yeah. Take it, to getting that larvae out of there. So kids get a his,
3: his his uh, tra- or what what what's his favorite. uh bugged in the house No, oh, the roaches. roaches. Roaches, yeah, the roaches are relaying the information to the <laughs> <Yeah>, wasps. <laughs> I wonder if it kills...
1: It's probably not labeled to kill roaches. So. <laughs>
3: All
1: right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer. Don't forget, when you come to Millburgers, I want you to check out that tree hugger sprinkler. It's a great tool to have in your gardening quiver. Uh, if you've got a newly planted tree or you've got one that's established, a tree or a shrub, uh, it's a hard plastic sprinkler. Yes, sir. What?
3: Oh, I was going to it out to do No, doubt, you. It's that you. fire bush over there.
1: Oh, okay. Well, hang on. Let me finish this real quick.
3: Uh,
1: you could use it for your firebush once you got to plant it. Uh, it's a hard plastic sprinkler, three different sizes. Think of it as a donut with a hinge on it. And it's 7 inch, 11 inch, and 15 inch. And it's got. Is that
3: a Boston cream?
1: No, no. Just just no, like a glazed donut. No. Uh, okay. uh, and so you open it up. It got stuck. Oh man! That, and the, you close that, it. <laughs> the cream is just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And then you close it or hug it around the root ball around the root inside the tree, and then you turn it on just a little bit, and that waters the root ball. Or you turn it on more, and turn it back off, and turn it back on. Turn it off, on. Off, <laughs> and that water is away from the root, water or <laughs> toward the drip line. It does it a great job. You can use it for other things. I'm thinking of just going and. And, like, putting it on my my <laughs> belly and sitting in the shade and turning it on just a little bit <laughs> on these hot days. Oh, so uh, check it out here at Mill Burgers uh, and H-E-B. Uh, but, they, yeah, or check it out online. Learn more about it at TreeHungerSprinklers.com. A great tool, honestly. Really, you'll, you'll love using it. You'll find more uses for it, too, than just... You th- think we'll use it this summer? I'm thinking we'll use it this summer.
3: Although, they say... Uh, the so expectation is that we're going to get the near-normal rain.
1: Fall. it's still near-normal rain. You probably need a little bit of help. So the tree hugger. It almost oh, looks yeah. like erratic rainfall. Especially if you plant something new, this would this, this oh, is yeah. going to make it easier on you. Right. Um, what is what's in front of us? Does that look like rain to y'all? I didn't think we were getting any rain today. It's all gray. <laughs> so yeah, not a cloud in the sky. Not that way. There's just one big (laughs) cloud in front of us. All right. 210 308. The humidity is so high
3: it feels like it's.
1: Uh oh. We got Warren Remy on the line. All right. Hey, Spider Man. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey,
7: what a beautiful, warm day. Yes, it
1: is. Are you calling about uh, about Jerry's uh, comments?
7: Uh oh. I am calling about Jerry's comments. Years ago, you know, I keep referring back to old-timers, but (laughs) I've seen an old boy with a a long stick breaking open the webs of the Caterpillar, Tent Caterpillar, and just like Jerry said, within minutes, (laughs) within minutes, those yellow jackets were up in there having a feast. It was amazing.
4: <laughs> I wonder I wonder how they found them so quick. Did they smell them or did they. Okay, well, they couldn't see them.
3: Well,
7: well you, now that seems like, that's seems something like they're I'm, cruising. Seems like I'll they're I have good, to do a little research. Place. All right. I, I have to do a little research on that because I don't know the answer. <laughs> All right, so we're going to give you a homework assignment? <laughs> that. This is the time of year when tarantulas Whoa. are are migrating. It's, a, it's <laughs> a natural migration that happens every year and that's when people start seeing them on the highway and uh yeah. And you know they they uh they make their nests in uh, the base of the hollow of a tree or under big rocks or you know stuff like that and um, they they don't know if they're uh, looking for their boyfriends or girlfriends <laughs> or, or if it's just a natural migration for this time of year but people are going to start seeing lots of tarantulas and the most common one that that we have around here is that that brown and black striped tarantula, and um, they're they're about a little bit bigger than Milton's. So, uh,
3: and they uh, there was a feature I can't remember which uh, was in the newspaper or on the TV, TV uh, radio, but there was a feature about the the fact that the very few people get bit. Yeah. tarantulas they're not not overly aggressive and they 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 had a sad story to tell about the males so uh, yeah the males lives were pretty short <laughs> yeah I, I i i got i decided
4: i wanted to get a tarantula and put it in the house and grow it in a, a ter- territory
3: it'll eat those roaches yeah
4: yeah, yeah, yeah probably but uh I I, uh, put out the word uh, on with Bill McCrone for those people down uh, west, southwest, uh, because that's where I saw them crossing the road all the way down there. And and they were big ones. I don't know whether they were just standing tall on their little feet or whether they were that big. But I put out the word, uh, please Catch me a couple of tarantulas if you get a chance, and I'll come down and get them. And uh, uh, they did it. You know how people are. And uh, went down there, and they had two, two, two or three, I think, in a little, in a, in a large container. And I said, how will I know which are male and which are female? And they said, you'll know the next morning because the female will eat the male. <laughs> Kill and eat the male. <laughs> so whichever one's left. Yeah, is a female.
1: <laughs> you mentioned rocks and, you know, picking up wood and stuff like that. Just Or Calvin said they don't really bite. I don't know. Should, well, they're, should, they're, not, they're not
3: a major, don't seem to be a major problem. They're yeah, not. they're mm.
7: their venom, their venom is is uh, uh, a yellow jacket venom is more powerful than a tarantula venom. And uh, so, you know, as long as you don't... You can pick them up and you can let them crawl up your arm, but as long as you don't squeeze <laughs> a tarantula, you're fine. You know, oh. if 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 you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. But they have... Uh, their hairs have <laughs> barbs on them and yeah. they, they will literally throw their hair at a predator. Wow, oh, that's off. interesting. <laughs> As- so, absolutely so... the truth. When, huh. uh, when I was growing up the road at, at that time and uh, it dead-ended over on the General McMullen side over there and we had big open fields Across the road, and of course, us youngsters we'd go out there and we had trails where we would go through the trail and go up to the back fence of the varsity drive in theater and Uh climb over the fence and have a free movie. There you go, Uh
4: all right.
7: Uh I imagine you can still do that. yeah. But you won't the, hear the uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the tarantulas lived in all that area, and we watched. There's a, there's a red and black wasp that we called them for years. We call them tarantula killers. And it, it was so cool to watch that big wasp. It's about the size of a cicada killer, a little bit smaller. But they would... They would play with that tarantula. They'd buzz in front and buzz back and forth, buzz back and forth. And that tarantula would raise up on its back legs. And when he did that, that tarantula killer would sting him up huh. under the throat. It, yeah. was, it, was a, it was a coolest thing to watch when, you know, when you're eight years old, you know? <laughs> in one cue for the tarantula, though.
4: <laughs> hey. so, so you're saying that if if some of our listeners uh, captured some of these these tarantulas and brought them up here, I could put them on milton 's back and they could crawl all over him and no
1: and never sting him.
4: Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, you're the test No, the test item here. Warren's visiting with us, Tracy. He's talking about tarantulas. Do you have any tarantula stories?
5: Uh, um, <laughs> one. you really? Yeah. Uh, when I was running that little store on Broadway, I looked out the front door one day, and one was just walking across the door entry. Huh. Uh-oh. I took it home. Uh. I bought a little tarantulin closure. There you And go. he was dead the next day. Oh, oh that was sad.
1: sad. That's sad. That is sad. <laughs> well, thank you for calling, Warren. We always. Yeah. Hey, y'all Warren. have a beautiful day. Yeah, it's Warren Remy of Spider Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Always fun to talk with you.
4: And if you catch any tarantulas. Don't bring them up here. No, <laughs> don't give them to me. They won't last very
5: long. We don't want them, yeah. <laughs> Although I still have a little of enclosure.
1: Thank you, Warren. Good. alright zero eight eighty eight sixty seven right. is our number. And you'll find Warren, by the way, at com. What's going on, Trace? It's a wonderful day. It is a wonderful day. Nice
5: breeze.
1: And it's like, is that rain behind us? It, do you know, it, is it raining in the area? It
5: wasn't supposed to rain today. It's supposed wasn't? to, so... Uh,
1: I did see some new blooms on the Sinisa, speaking of old-timers, as Warren was talking about old-timering methods. Uh, I'm with the old-timers. Those old-timers had to be tough to become old-timers. They knew what they were talking about.
4: Uh, I see that uh, Rosemary, upright, and trailing is on sale. Number three, regularly twenty nine ninety nine on sale for twenty four eighty eight, or two for $40. Now, uh, I had a guy in town, in fact, it, it, Jack Hoover, the guy that uh, used to package all our seed until his wife made him leave, move out of town so he wouldn't have to package the seed. But uh, anyway, he was looking for a rosemary called, it was actually named Barbecue Rosemary. Yes. Have you ever heard of such a thing?
5: Yes. How does it differ from regular rosemary? Well, so according to David, so I'll let you believe as much as you want to believe. Oh, okay. That one is the most cold tolerant. Oh, is that right? So, as years we get city cold and the rosemary dies, I guess that one has a shot at surviving. Okay. But, but it doesn't have anything to do with the with the recipe or
3: barbecue? Or? Uh,
5: he said something about skewers, so you can actually make skewers oh, okay. out of it, I think. Oh, no, okay. okay. Structure. But uh, nobody
4: sells them as that, I don't think. I've had them. What, under that name? Barbecue? Barbecue skewer, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, uh, d- I don't right now, but I... Yeah, I can't, uh, I'll have to tell Jack Hoover that uh, they have been in town before. So that's interesting.
1: That's... Hey, uh, and we can, uh, you know, Trace, we can discuss, too, when we come back. You were having a good conversation with that woman about getting her yard to green up. Maybe that's a good uh, conversation to have when we get back. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 in Bulverde Road on 930 a.m. This is The answer. We're back with Milberger's
0: Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930
1: AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Lisa came to thank Jerry for all that great advice over the years by bringing Flaming Hot. Uh, which Calvin can testify? Cheetos to munch on. Trace is trying. Which one is Trace trying now? The sweet, the Reaper, Sweet Carolina. Oh man, you can smell them. Oh, <laughs> woof!
3: They smell hot. <laughs> yeah, you can smell it. That, uh, I'll, try, I'll try one of the other ones.
1: I right, can try the ghost pepper now. Trace, you, you give him a thumbs up, or you, you've had hotter?
5: Uh, yes. Okay. Bigger.
1: And you know what else is good, too? Uh, do, do you like those, or you're just...
8: No, I grow them, but I don't
1: use them. Okay. She grows them, but she doesn't use them. And that is the uh, Trader Joe's has a, a ghost pepper chip, which uh, I brought some for Trace. And he said, there you go. Okay, okay, okay. Not too hot. Yeah uh, no, it doesn't seem to
3: be to
1: No, that's amazing. Poor Calvin.
5: These are a little easier. Oh, oh, <laughs> you want to... Smoky. Okay. I was thinking it was just a regular Cheeto.
1: Wow. Well, Lisa, what you doing? What you do besides springing these up?
8: Well, I came to take advantage of the sale
1: on the Vincas. Oh, go. yeah, the Vincas? I have
8: Vincas. I've got one of every color out there. So, <laughs> got a lot of pots to fill.
5: Do you have blueberry?
8: Mm, if it was out there, I'd got it.
5: <laughs> mm, it's out there in a hanging basket.
8: Oh, no. No, I didn't. It's the most hanging. stunning
5: color you've ever seen on a Vinca.
8: Well, I'll have to take it to
5: look at. Yeah, oh, it nice. really is surprising.
8: Why is it only in the hanging basket?
3: Pasta the Cheetos, please. Which ones? I have to, the little fat ones. Ghost <laughs> pepper. <laughs> I
8: wonder why the shapes were affected.
1: <laughs> no, no. yeah. Calvin now is hooked on these.
8: Yeah. Come on, Jerry.
1: <laughs> See what you've done. Know? No. Now, now Calvin's no. jonesing no. For, no. for Cheetos. He's going to be eating <laughs> Cheetos every show.
8: Well, he can get the bigger bags, too. I just thought these are the sample sizes.
1: All right, so yeah, the um, is that the the blueberry kind of there hanging?
5: It's over by the eight one one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really pretty. You'll like it. It's it's surprising.
8: No, yeah, I will look and see what I've got. But I, you know, between all the plants that I got at the festival of flowers and still having to transplant all of those things,
5: she's gonna buy one, Milton. This is, <laughs> okay. Once she sees it. Yeah, it's it's hard to. Even Jerry was like, "What is that?" That's yeah, not, that's not even a vinca. Yeah, that's pretty. Okay. Um, yeah. Did,
4: did, did your husband survive the? Uh- he
8: was fine. My gosh, he gets the. He's got the lighter load just to hang around, guard the plants while I do the shopping. How easy is that?
1: How late did you stay? We left at two. Were you there much uh, longer?
8: Yeah, I waited until the that uh, herb booth put everything on sale.
1: Oh, okay. Did you get
8: your chance to go over there and get the herbs?
1: No. Was it the herbs or I was looking for the plumeria?
8: Yeah, that's what... Oh, no,
1: no. I I did not have the chance.
8: Okay. Uh Okay.
1: There's always next year. Yeah, there is next year. It was <laughs> no. <hope.
8: laughs> oh no! Don't be! Don't put that out in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Got to keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Well, Thanks, Lisa. I'm glad Well,
1: you give leave Calvin, Calvin the bag, I'll give Calvin the bag. Which one does Calvin like?
5: Calvin he likes the, 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 the fat
1: ones. Fat one. Okay. Uh, here we go, Calvin. Hold Thank ba- you. Whole bag Thank of fat ones.
8: You're welcome. Make sure. Here we go, Jerry. You eat these. The show us over.
1: There you go. Okay. Just help yourself.
5: Mmm. Doesn't that smell good? Thank you. <laughs> J- Jerry, it's not that bad. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, it's not even close to a good you. Oh, okay.
1: You never know what's going to happen on this show. 210 308 210 308 I bet the the uh, tomato cuts the... Uh...
5: Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Speaking so, of... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was making the joke for him to wash it down with a tomato, but it actually yeah. probably isn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, uh, uh,
4: when Jack Hoover was through time, uh, he worked with all our seed, you know. And, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. He left. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, we, I got out my last package of uh, Miss Nethery's uh, Le Joe's pepper. Oh. And I told, you, I told uh, to Jack to uh, test them see which ones are viable and of course i thought it would give him a deal for you know for several weeks he called he called me back the next day stayed up all night yeah (laughs) he called me back the next day he said he'd already done the float test where, where you know you keep the ones that sink to the bottom and uh he was mailing them Back after he'd done the float tank, because if we're going to have them for fall, we need to get them planted pretty quick. And so I was going to ask Trace if he wanted some uh, Le Joe's for the fall. I thought I, th- I think people enjoyed those pretty much, Joe And uh, this is the last of the sea because another has passed away. Mm i told you about what happened to her seed. And I called, I called, you know, she always hand-picked those seeds out. And uh, she kept them in the refrigerator out in the house behind the the big house. And uh, so I, I thought, I said, I didn't want to call right after she passed, but I called maybe three weeks later. I said, "Talk to Mary. I said, I want all the seed in that refrigerator. Well, t- and she t- said, I think we threw all that away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's kind of what I said. Except probably different words. Uh,
3: <laughs> did it turn out she did? huh Did yeah. it turn out she did? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, That's a problem if you let people uh, run away, you know. She said, I guess Mother would be disappointed in
4: us for uh, not being uh, vigilant gardeners like she was. I didn't say a (laughs) word. You know, my old mama said, if you can't say something good, don't say nothing at all, even (laughs) though I like to say nothing. I like to say something not good. (laughs) But uh, anyway, these are stuff I had in my refrigerator, and some of them are... Uh, six or seven years old and mm. older. And uh, Jack said the interesting thing about that is the ones that uh, were the best germinators were the old, old seed. Really? Several of the old seed. So uh, I, if Trace wants some for the fall, see now's the time to, to seed those. So they'll they're growing pretty pretty fast in this hot weather, but uh, we want them be good size by uh, late July or first of August. So I got to get them planted pretty no. big. yeah. But anyway, uh, and and maybe we can. Get a seed-saving seed, seed uh, saving deal going.
1: Yeah, like we did with the... Uh, yeah, yeah, Rio Grande go. Yeah, that'd be good. We should just do that, especially on some of this stuff. It's just... Yeah, it's gone. It's, yeah, it's gone. people to save, save seeds. Yeah. Seed. And uh, here,
4: here, here he comes. And uh,
1: so... So, Trace, what'd you think? Was she impressed by the blueberry? She said, oh, my. And then I got... Taking off with the customer uh, I don't
5: know whether or not she got one or not. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's good though. I mean, and she seemed she seemed more impressed with the uh, orange one. Oh, that's neat. That's yeah. a ta- is that tangerine,
3: tangerine. or what yes. was that? Tangerine. Okay. okay, I'm with her. That's a really nice color.
1: Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. Tell us what's going on. 210-308-8867. Or toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yeah, they may need a little help. I think Mary's trying to help them. Uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, she's okay. Um, we'd love to know. You had a, did, did you ask Tracer your question yet? Okay. Did you want to ask it on the air or is that an off the air question? No, that's on the air. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's putting out fires. <laughs> All right.
4: But uh anyway, they, we still got the big pots on here.
1: Well, now that it's officially June, uh, getting closer to summer. It's the unofficial beginning of summer, yeah. but I think weather-wise, it's going to feel like summer.
4: Yeah, it's supposed to be over ninety the rest of the week. It's a very
1: comfortable
5: day today, though. Yeah,
1: actually, today's nice, and yeah. it is a nice breeze out of the south. As we look at the flags, they're 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 blowing. They're all the way out there. Uh, what are some things that people should be doing in their yard and? Uh, uh, Maybe by seed. Everybody likes to plant things by seed, I know.
5: Um. Uh, Oscar okra. We still oh. have, we have seed for that. Okay. So, oh, you'd like some. Got plants, too. Plants, too.
1: Okay, and you can plant it now. So where would you where would you plant Oscar okra? First off, you, uh, you're going to call, call CPS. Thank you. In the vegetable uh, garden. In the garden. Okay, thank <laughs> you. You, you, might,
5: you might call CPS to help you come harvest, too.
1: Oh. Uh,
5: no, this one doesn't get quite as big, but... Uh, Definitely going to be taking up some room. So uh, if you plant one, that's probably plenty for the average house. And um, you got to give it room to get big because it's going to. Well, I
3: got one of my neighbors gave me a uh, zucchini. he has he's growing them. And they did real well. So they're harvesting them already. Huh.
5: So when you start talking seed, I started thinking going opposite of you, Milton. I was thinking this was the time. If you have sticker burrs,
1: oh. this is
5: the time to put out the pre-emergent herbicide to help control them.
1: That's good. That's the kind of thing I was looking for. Okay. So what, 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 which pre-emergence do we have that they would put out?
5: Uh, and how d- do you put it out? Dimension and the crew both list sticker burrs. Okay. And do you get a, are you putting it out
1: by hand? Are you putting it out with a uh, spreader?
5: I've done both. A uh, spreader is probably the best choice for even coverage. Okay. But I have been... And then up. do you water it in or you oh, just... Oh, you definitely water it in. Okay. It doesn't start working until you get the chemical to release from the carrier.
1: Oh, okay. So the sooner the better. So, um, so you could do it, I guess, the same day or the day before your watering day? Maybe
5: yeah, it's not a not a fertilizer, so it doesn't matter whether you want no, it in or point. not. But it doesn't start working until you do.
1: Okay. Yeah,
5: I've even
3: uh, done it and didn't get water, didn't get rain for a week, ten <laughs> days. Still, it still worked really well. Oh yeah. Oh, and Jerry is very
1: high on your uh, wasp spray.
3: I can't believe it. It's a good deal. Yeah, he's been, he's been sniffing it. <laughs> <laughs> Two for four dollars. Two dollars a piece.
5: Yes. <laughs> you must have got that from the barrel place. I, I, uh, the I, look, place. I, I look for the deals mm-hmm. and then I pass them along. Oh man, that's a that's a hell of a deal. I had to buy a bunch though. It was like eight hundred cans here.
1: So mm. still a good, it's a great deal. You were telling that woman um, when I came up to you. I guess. Uh, was her, her lawn yellowing? Her lawn or? was
5: yellowing. And yeah. a lot has to do with rain and heat. No. So sometimes the grass grows faster than it can take up the nutrition. Oh. Yeah, but, so but, you, can get a little, you can get a little behind on iron. Yep. So iron or nitrogen, and one of the big conversations we had was the iron. So we carry the correct ratio for here, which is what the extension service wants you to use, 19.59, slow release. But the conversation we were having with iron is... Most fertilizers on the market don't have any. Uh, a good one has one percent. An exceptional one has two percent, and we had to put four in ours. Okay. And why do I want iron? Because our soil is so alkaline, and our water compounds that issue. You got to put iron out to uh, to have a dark green grass.
1: Okay. So the uh, it it's not necessarily helping the fertilizer do its job better but it's just helping the yard because the yard wants iron it
5: wants to be, the grass wants to be in a it
3: do, does the, the um, mix of fertilizer is the most effective way anyway nitrogen can, and the iron work together pretty well mm-hmm. okay
1: and, but, uh,
3: but,
4: the plant's got to be green to, before it uh,
1: has photosynthesis no, that was uh, most efficient. Oh, yeah. so the greener they are, the more how the they, uh, the energy uh, they produce from themselves.
3: The, it eventually catches up on the iron. Well, part of it is that it doesn't do as much growing as it could mm-hmm. because it doesn't have the adequate amount of iron. But eventually, they catch up, so it greens up. But uh, it really makes it more efficient if you can get a little iron on there. That iron plus is. Do we still have that? We do. And you still, uh, still, people still swear by it, right?
5: There, it's a good there are people that still use it. And um, middle of summer, no problem. As long as it's watered in.
1: Oh, okay. And the iron plus is is,
5: is the uh... just nitrogen and iron. Okay. Yeah. Which is the the key combination. No. I did have a first this morning. Uh-oh. First for this year. So guy had a top of a tomato plant about the top eighteen inches. And the leaves were all curled and distorted. So what do you think I told him? It Uh, could have been a virus or avis. Or spider mites or or herbicide damage. Yeah. Oh. And it sure looked like herbicide damage. Had, had he used it or neighbors? He said no. Neighbors? Well, he said no to both, but I said, well, somebody around you must Did he have. give you one of those looks? Uh, he was on He was on the phone. He had his. He sent his grandson in, or son, one of the two, uh, with the sample.
4: Okay. Yeah, those 2,4-D herbicide. Uh, let's see, what
5: could he have been u- using on the lawn? Um, that were 2,4-D. Uh, Most of your broadleaf weed killers contain 2,4-D. Yeah. So yeah. almost doesn't matter what. If he was spraying a broadleaf weed killer, he probably had 2,4-D in it. Yeah, yeah. And he sprayed it uh, on like a windy day today. Yeah. But yeah, again, he didn't. says he didn't, but that doesn't mean his neighbor didn't or his neighbor's neighbor. Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. the wind wind blowing pretty high, that's so cool. And
4: to damage a tomato, only takes four parts per million, which is mm. not not any of uh, not much at all. But it doesn't doesn't seem to bother peppers as bad as does tomatoes. Uh, had a farmer had a, had some a- eggplant and tomatoes and uh, peppers, and his neighbor. Uh, sprayed the brush line with uh, something a little probably stronger than 24-D, 245-T maybe. But, uh, uh, and it it wiped his, (laughs) it damaged his tomatoes and stuff, but it didn't hurt the peppers. And it was probably half a mile away, but the wind was just right that day. That's what you gotta watch. Wow. But uh, they, they, if it's just a light dose, uh, they'll grow out of it.
5: Yeah, he said he never got any blooms. Uh, oh. um, so at this point, uh, it's over. Huh? I told him <laughs> it was over. Yeah.
4: Well, he can do good in the fall. Wait till the fall. Uh, And probably the neighbor won't be spraying that stuff in the in the summer and fall.
5: So So just an FYI, Milton, if you eat enough of these, it's still not hot, but the the kick is there a little bit. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that kick is more potent, and this is kind of a nice flavor. (laughs) It's a
5: tongue tongue tingler. Oh, okay. Call that. No sweat, just a tongue tingle.
3: Okay. I was thinking of it as a long king, Yeah. A lung? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it kind of follows the taste down, or is this one the taste stays with the uh, chewing?
1: All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up. Live from Milburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 right. on Bolverty Road. Come visit us. We'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The
7: Answer. and you will see.
1: And big welcome big back to Millburgers Garden. Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Dan is on the line. He's got a com- tomato question for us at 210-308-8867. Hey there Dan, welcome to the show. How you doing today?
9: Oh, doing fine. I hope you all are doing well. Yeah, thank uh- you. I'm still getting plenty of flowers on all my tomatoes and the grape tomatoes. There, the grape tomatoes are really going crazy. They're, they're taking over. Uh, am I going to be getting a lot of fruit out of those flowers that are popping up right now?
5: You haven't
3: gotten fruit yet?
9: Oh, no. I've got plenty. Oh, okay. still producing plenty of flowers.
3: Yeah, I think you'll still be getting there, but now it'll, it'll be a complication with this... Uh 99 degree weather, but right,
9: <laughs> yes sir. But uh, they're yeah, doing but pretty good. I th-
3: I think what you'll see is you'll see that uh, the number of flowers will decline pretty quickly with with the heat. Yeah.
9: Okay. And uh, spider mites, I haven't seen any. Uh, really. I uh, use is, I've got uh, some
3: for you if you want them.
9: <laughs> no, thank you. I had a neighbor that had some. Uh, I just used diatomaceous earth.
3: Really? What would you do, throw mud bias at them or what?
9: Well, the problem is the rain keeps washing it away, so I have to keep battling with that. Oh. But uh, I just put it down on the bottom, on the base of the dirt, and I try and, you know, you have to do it real carefully. I put it on the, on the big stems where I know the worms are going to start crawling. crawling up anyway but uh, i haven't had too many problems i mean no spiders of all of any kind and maybe a little green worm here and there but those are just eating the tomatoes that are at the bottom i left the ones down there so they leave the ones on top alone there you
3: go well good
9: (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, no spiders of any kind.
3: Yeah. Well, keep keep us informed on uh, how all those blooms go.
9: Okay. I'm, uh, i
3: I'm I'm not seeing a lot of blooms now. I mean, huh. I got fruit okay. on there, but the right not, not any new blooms on
9: tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I've i still got a bunch coming off the uh, road that rodeo to Thunderbird. Yeah. Well, good. Whoa, I'm That's got, good. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're going crazy and the grape uh, type tomatoes and they're just going wild i'm, I'm getting good. so many i can't eat them all
3: have
4: you had, harvested any ripe ones of, oh yeah thunderbird oh yeah do you think it tastes good
9: yeah i like them i mean i like all tomatoes but <laughs> me uh, too I'll, I'll just chomp on any <laughs> yep it's a tomato <laughs> uh yeah they no, good. they're, they're I, pretty good i like, I, uh,
3: I cut them up for uh and cooked them with my bacon and eggs and oh yeah. yeah that was there the, you go my, yeah, we're uh, trying. Re- after reading all my English murder mysteries, a, uh, <laughs> I'll cut up the tomatoes and fry them.
9: Uh-oh. All right. Yeah, we have a lot of tomatoes we've got to cook. Cook or stew or something, or give you them know. away.
3: Well, anyway. do, like, do like I'm doing it. Every Saturday, I bring a, a pot of... Uh, of the tomatoes that and uh, everybody eats them here.
9: Oh man, there you go. <laughs> now y'all eat them with salt or without salt?
3: Without salt. There
9: you go. There you go. There you I go.
3: actually bring them for Jerry, but they <laughs> most of the times they don't make it till <laughs> Trace. The, they, Trace oh, usually gets them all.
9: Oh Trace, there you go. Yeah, they're 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 good size. They're all between baseball size and not quite softball size. Well,
3: oh, okay. that's, that's good. That's good.
9: Yeah. yeah, they're they're pretty dull on yeah, me. Yeah,
4: they they said in the advertisement on that 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 thing is uh, had a good taste and uh, yeah we oh, yeah, neighbors our science. like them. Yeah, we refrain from uh, <laughs> making that statement, but uh if you okay. say it tastes good to you, I'll yeah, uh, say sure it does. tastes good.
9: Yeah, uh, my neighbors like them too, so
4: uh, there you go.
9: Yeah. I bet you're
4: yeah. popular in the neighborhood.
9: Well, well, anyway, my neighbor, yeah, I grow my green onions, my tomatoes and my serranos and you know, make my own little pico de gallo there.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh Oh, green onions. Uh, you, do, you don't grow the big bulb onions?
9: Well, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I'll, I'll peel some off of the big old clump and just stick them in the ground wherever. And, yeah, I'll get me a nice little uh, onion okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, I leave them in clumps in one little area so that they don't die during the doggone freezes that we get.
4: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the bulb onions, I see. this is not June, this is May, right? It's no, June. June. It's already June. June 10. The they big on you. they ready. Yeah. Should, oh, some, is yours
3: falling over. Yeah. Oh, Okay. And uh, then one red. of the selections uh, went to seed. Oh. But the other, the uh, the, the, uh red creole, red creole did not. Mm. Oh yeah. No, I take that back. The red creole was the one I think went to. Okay. Went to seed in the. Uh, Uh, 10, 15 uh, improved selection did not. Okay, good. I thank. Oh,
9: one one little thing for that. One little thing about the the thunderbird. I have one in one of those real big black pots that y'all sell. Yeah. Real big ones. Okay, and I put one in the ground to see which one was gonna. And they're both doing pretty good, but the one in that big pot is making those real big
4: tomatoes. Huh. How'd you fertilize them? Uh, just in
9: 1959 and some uh, just some plain old dirt, uh, garden soil.
4: Okay. Huh.
9: Okay. Yeah, that's well, that's good. It. It's
4: doing, doing good for you.
9: Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
4: All right, thanks for calling. All right,
9: y'all have a good day. You too, take care.
1: Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I'm
4: going to let Milton read this question.
1: Yeah, that's always dangerous. Let me read it real quick. (laughs) What are the best deer-resistant shrubs or small trees? Yeah. Can you recommend shrubs or small trees that are deer resistant that I can plant beside, oh, beside the
3: grave? Yeah. What did y'all recommend? Well, by, in a grave, one of those uh, uh, the small viburnums. Um, what is that? The little What? K. Freden. Uh, this is would, from
1: Neil Sperry. Oh, this is from Neil Sperry. Yeah. I'd be honored to give it my best. That's going to be to refer you to the list from Forrest Appleton. Yay. There you go. He's both a Bear County uh, master gardener and a retired certified nursery professional. He has worked alongside my dear friend, Dr. Jerry Parson, on many of Jerry's outstanding horticultural research efforts. Forrest has the best list of deer-resistant plants I've ever seen. Here's the link on Dr. Parson's Plant Answers website. A note. Uh, As I give you this link, it is still active. I saw somewhere something that made me think that Texas A&M University is redoing big parts of their website. I fear we may lose extremely valuable information like this. I sure hope not. (laughs) No good heavens. You might print a hard copy of this just in case.
4: Yeah. Huh. That was nice.
1: Yeah. After all the nice things you say about him, too. uh, uh... (laughs) Yep. Yeah,
4: I got a note from uh, Dennis. Let's see when I get that. May twenty eighth, Sunday. May twenty eighth. He said, uh, "I think I think we were talking about how low Lake Medina was." mm mm-hmm. uh, He said, "Lake Medina and ent- level information. Lake Medina is eighty point seven four feet." Below full poo, and uh, <laughs> so that, that it's uh, it's eighty point seven four feet low. So that's pretty low. Uh
3: huh. Well, that's a kind of contrast to the aquifer, where I think it's up. It's only fourteen foot low yeah. at this point, and was 40 foot low oh my goodness at, at some point but uh, uh so hopefully the rains will continue and and they'll get some rains over there to fill lake D- 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 D-
4: D- D- yeah too. they have to I, I think they have to fall up around real county uh up above the in the flood pl- in the uh the waters that feed uh, Medina. I thought, are
3: really, uh, I thought our, our our circle was kind of the dry spot, and they, all around us was yeah finally getting some, but uh, then it's it's, a, it's kind of an irregular, erratic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. situation.
4: Yeah, I think the hill country up around Kerrville and uh, that area, and it was up around Fredericksburg, uh, have been really dry. And I don't I don't know if they've uh, gotten good rains up there or not. I've I've been frightened to call jo, John Thomas Wildseed Farm because. Uh,
3: Will he uh, answer his phone? Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. have.
4: Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have irrigation, but uh, be interesting to see what wildflowers are doing up there. Which one? making it because how you, are your
1: wildflowers? You're in are My meadow? Yeah. It it's looking good. The one the meadow in the back is almost kaput. The meadow in the front is uh just popping up little flowers every now and then yeah. like the larkspur and oh. I'm
3: getting I'm getting close to mowing although I still got the coreopsis the um what what is the the, the one that, the bee balm? B-bomb, yeah, it's really. Gosh, that stuff is tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but then there's the, then there's that uh, the ha- hat heat. Uh, what do I call it? I call it heat something. But it li- it's like Mexican hat, but it's a flat. But uh, it's still going strong. I'm beginning to think that that uh, leak I had in my pool. Has uh, gone to uh, support the, the wildflowers because <laughs> they're, they're really prospering. Yeah. Uh, even though there's not much so uh, not much soil there and there's a slope, but you know if they're getting a little warm yeah. water every day, uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's all they need really. You give them too much water, they'll uh, get too tall and lanky and everything else. Uh, I got a note from uh, Ralph Morgan, and it it came to to me in the uh, uh, trash section. I don't know how I got over there. He did he did send it with a picture, but I saw it. I found it. But uh, he said, "Would you take a look at this picture of my red tips?" I have seven along the, my fence. They are nine to ten, nine or ten years old. The two on the south end are dropping leaves, while the others are fully leafed and look good, except they do have some leaf spot. The ones on the south end are pretty open to air circulation, but they're the ones dripping leaves. Whatever. What can I do to save him? Thanks for all your advice over the years. Uh, anyway, I said, uh, I, let, I, uh, I let Neil Sperry answer this question. Okay. And uh, he, he took on one and said, What's happening to my Indian Hawthorns and red-tipped Fortunyus? What can I do to stop it? Mm. And Neil writes back, this is endosporium leaf fungal leaf spot. First saw it become an epidemic 20 or 25 years ago. At that time, it was primarily on red tip flotinia. But then I noticed it on the Indian hawthorns at our front door. After a couple of years, they started to defoliate. I knew it was time to replace it. The problem was, still is, there's no reliable way to prevent or curing the fungus. Traditional fungicides have proved ineffective. First symptoms are maroon. <laughs> hey, they got maroon freckles that can be all red. Uh, on the leaves, gradually all foliage become infested. Second symptoms: Infested infected leaves begin to turn yellow on the particular on particular branches. Those leaves hang on the plant rather than dropping. Third symptom: The worst leaves turn almost white and begin to brown around their edges. Fourth symptom: Branches begin to die entirely. Uh, and the fifth symptom, the entire plants begin to die back, eventually dying et- 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 entirely. Replacement uh, options for red tip for tinius. Now, when, when this figure showed up, I could not figure out <laughs> why people put up with this. Why nursery sells on uh, Color spot nursery had... Thousands of them in containers mm. on the ground, ready to be sold throughout this area. But uh, people like the
3: red foliage, and they generally last at least seven to eight years. Yeah. And then there's a lot, and then there's a few out there that look really good.
4: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Neil says they they can grow to be 15 to 20 feet tall and 10 to. 10 or 12 feet wide. The I category think- of large shrubs is Nellie R. Stevenson holly is my personal choice for Neal's spare. For mid-sized plants, where well, you have, might have to trim the red tips or uh, c- occasionally, would be willow leaf, a.k.a. Uh, needlepoint, marinelle, or oakland hollies or perhaps I- Iliagdus or standard obelius. For somewhat shorter plants so at uh, four to six foot range I would use dwarf berger, holly, or Italian jasmine. Uh, so he answered the question on the red tips. But uh, he Neil's Neil got a great deal on his, uh, on his site now. I've I, I made this recommendation. I said, Neil, you need a search engine on that thing. I don't know why people resist putting search engines on it. Uh, Dr. Leinberger, my, my, my great web, uh, webmaster, he, he didn't want to put a search engine on uh, plant Answers. I said, I can't find the stuff I put on there day before yesterday. You, you, you we need a search engine. So I got one from uh, Plant Pathology from Gerald Johnson, and I put it on there, and that made Dr. Leinberger find a better one. And uh, it's always had a search engine on it. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Neil's got a. I mentioned that to Neil, and uh, he had his uh, webmaster uh, put a search engine on there. So now when you go into uh, Bladder, which I take, it's free of charge, uh, there's a search engine section right at the top, which searches his entire site. So if you want to know about Red Tip, you just type in red tips, and it'll give okay. you every plant every every deal that he wrote and you can find a link link to that uh, newsletter on plantanswers.com right at, the, at the, for, on the front page but uh,
1: yeah all right we're going to take a quick break and while we do you give us a call at 210 308 8867 210 308 8867 More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9:30 a.m. the answer yes, I'm
7: Amarillo San Antonio any old place I call my home I got to go I got Texas in my soul Dallas, Fort Worth, San Angelo, Houston, Austin, or El Paso. I got to go. I got Texas in my soul.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South, I South I Texas on 930 a.m. The answer is still plenty of time to answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh,
4: <clears throat> Dr. Larry Stein, who is still employed by Texas A&M, uh and was a, con- a major contributor to uh plantanswers.com uh he always gets the stats on, uh, on plant plantanswers and and since he handles the fruit section he gets takes 10% of the stats and reports to <laughs> I'm gonna bring my rifle up here. <laughs> no,
1: there. No, go. I'm, I'm gonna get him. No burgers frowns on that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he it t- counts ten percent with his uh, uh, with his reports, his monthly report. He sent me the one from May for PlanAnswers.com, and in May we had. Ten point eight thousand users, with twelve point zero thousand K is thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the average session was thirty-four minutes. So uh, we got a lot of users, and the, of course it's it's spring. Uh, user is is uh, rate is uh, is always goes up in spring and then it goes down in the summer and have a little bounce in the fall but uh that's a pretty good number for a, a website ten point eight thousand users but anyway uh that's one of the reasons we did it. We do it and did it. people like and like Forrest Appleton whatever help us mm-hmm. keep it going. But uh, uh, Kevin wrote his uh, column today about uh, plants you can use in the shade. And I, I I've had that all the time. I had that for 35 years until it froze. <laughs> it froze out of the trees. It, it was already going to the top of my live oak tree, and I was wor- I was worried about hiding hell. Am I gonna get that out of that tree? I mean, it wasn't when it was just on the base at bottom of it. It didn't hurt the tree, but this climbed over the crown of the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the tree. Shade. Shade blockage. Uh, uh, yeah, and the neat thing about it was the ones that climbed the tree had that beautiful uh, jasmine fragrance in the spring.
3: And the blooms.
4: Yeah, and the bloom. And, uh, yeah, even Cat- Calvin mentioned in his, uh, his article that deer will feed on new growth and that's <laughs> uh i was excited when it got frozen back what a year ago uh, two years ago and it came back with new growth and the deer came up and started nipping the tips of uh they usually don't eat asia
3: yeah. i had a neighbor that uh was asking about well will the deer eat this and i didn't so not usually, but then I didn't take into uh, didn't account that it was a new planting over there. Oh yeah, and they just it was it was like <laughs> harvesting uh, as the new growth came out. They harvested it and then they came yeah. back and back. I imagine they pull it up too. That's right. Yeah, there's nothing nothing left now. Back, they're back to lawn grass. <laughs> well, I'm sorry.
4: Uh, and then cabbages. Uh that's a good shade tolerant. Also, uh, monkey grass, also called mondo grass, uh, it's a, it's, It is a slow growing fine grass that grows three to six inches tall depending on the selection and generally does not require mowing. And the uh, main, main complaint people have with mondo grass is that uh, they can't get the leaves out of it. But you can r- use a rake, just rake the leaves out and uh, kind of comb the mondo grass and get the leaves out. But uh, it's good grass. Now, I think uh, the freeze took took the tops off some of it. I didn't it didn't know. kill I didn't. the whole plant. Yeah, I noticed it burned back a little bit. And larapi, that because uh, it gets a little little taller than it's related, can be considerably taller. Yeah,
3: to mondo grass. A lot of choices. Grow eighteen uh, that grow eighteen inches tall. I've see some of the best examples of those. Those two grasses are over there in the. Uh, wooded area, uh, San Antonio to the, um, south of the yeah. downtown. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. The, you know, they, they kind yeah. of in layers. Of, mm-hmm. Very attractive. Of course, it's, it's not, you're not going to be running and playing catch in that. No. <laughs> but it sure is attractive. And it's to, uh, tolerant of the shade. And uh, but uh
4: then uh we like would tell you he mentions as uh Asian jasmine the uh and he says this week in the garden that the monarchs have migrated north beyond San Antonio, but they still have uh, queens which look like most. <laughs> I used to identify as a monarch, but I was told by a, a butterfly person in in Austin that, that that's not a not a monarch, but it's, it it looked like a little monarch now. Oh, well, yeah, oh.
3: related.
1: <laughs> uh oh How do you get rid of tomato hornworms?
5: Well in our case there was only two so we picked them off oh, and okay. cut them in half. Now, yeah, if you can find them. You Share can. them. My my wife said, I thought they were supposed to be green-blooded. Uh, Guess what they were eating, Milton? Uh-oh. The tomato. Yeah. And red just shot out all over the... Hey! Sorry, sorry <laughs> I interrupted. I was just a, No, that's all right. An accomplished picture of my wife. What <laughs> is this?
4: <laughs> I had a picture that I used to show with my garden dog. I had cut one in half. And I had a picture of me stepping on one, my shoe on one. Oh, people got an idea how to do that. She told me it was angry
5: and tried to bite her. Uh, uh,
4: yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, I don't, I don't know if they bite them. They, 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 they had those painters, I
3: think on the front of them. Yeah, they look fierce. Yeah. I always, uh, always surprises me. Uh, you don't see any, any. Then uh, the next two days from now, you look and there's nothing left, and there's there's hornworm about the big on the stem. You know, yeah. How in the world did it was it there two days ago, and I didn't see it? Yet. Yeah, you can be looking straight at it, and
4: uh, it's so so we're camoufl- camouflaged against the weed. Now,
3: yeah, but that, yeah, that's been the best one is to pull it off because by the time you do your. Your BT, yeah, it's eaten half the. Oh yeah,
4: and uh, they get they get angry when they get terminal constipation. But pretty fierce looking. It makes those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did get mad, angry mm-hmm. a bit. But uh, <laughs>
1: the trace we got about uh, a minute left. Uh, anything that you want to bring up uh, to the folks that are listening about what's going on today
3: or tomorrow or. Um, I well, mentioned fire bush there.
5: Now, yeah. yeah, I mean this is probably the best selection on perennials that we've had so far this year. Oh, good. So everything from hummingbird bush, firebush, esperanzas, uh plumbagos. Did y'all talk about the plumbago?
1: It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah.
5: The blue color.
1: Um, that that one. Uh, what happened to the day lilies when we got here? Yeah, they had more blooms on them. Yeah, then, there's only one bloom on that. Yeah, but uh, we didn't, and
3: we watched it
5: was not up. Uh. Are you sure? <laughs> Did you get here early enough to actually
9: no,
3: say that? No, no. Right. Hey, what are those beautiful uh, multicolored flowers in the second and third? We'll
1: row find out tomorrow there. what those are. We'll see you tomorrow on
3: 9:30 a.m. Zinnias, zinnias.